Are there things in life that scare you a little? Uh-huh. But excite you a lot? Let's go! Are you chasing those things? Uh-huh. Or are you letting fear dictate your life? If you're ready to break free from that cage of fear and to live an abundantly happy life, then you're in the right place. I guarantee you, you will be happier for seeking what sets your soul on fire. Join Lindsay Hanlon as we explore paths, passions, and purpose that guides us towards our best selves. This is the Winging and Browser Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Wing It, Rise Up. Today, I have with us Dr. Beth Cook, who I was introduced to um, from a friend of mine through Scout and Seller, Leela, who said we have very aligned visions in our world, and we both actually have four children. And I, so I'm so excited to talk to her today because she has a lot of things that she does that are so amazing, and I'm going to give her some time to introduce herself and all the things that she does. So hi, Beth. Thanks for being here today. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell everyone you know, where you are, where you live, because we're far apart, and a little bit about what it is that you do in um, your life? Absolutely. I'm in Houston, Texas. I'm actually in spring, which if you know anything about Houston, huge, giant city, and just surrounded by other little cities. And so I'm in spring and uh, I'm a chiropractor. I have a chiropractic practice here called the Wellness Way Spring. And I'm part of the Wellness Way, which is a group of clinics. We're nationwide. I think we're actually international. There are some clinics in Ireland and I think that's it. But anyway, um, and so I am a chiropractor. So I adjust patients in office just like a normal chiropractor does. But I implement the wellness way approach with all of my patients, which means uh, a lot of people are coming to see me because they have a lot of inflammation or they're having struggles with their hormones. And I'm able to do, you know, comprehensive testing that their doctors either won't do or don't know about or aren't necessarily functional. And we use those tests to sort of guide their care. You know, how, what does their body need? How do we need to support them? How do we get their, their body back to homeostasis, you know, back to normal? So that is very broad spectrum of, of what I do um, in my office here with patients and then also with patients virtually. Um, COVID just, you know, changed a lot of us, that's for sure. But it changed the business model for the wellness way a lot too. So luckily... Luckily, I, I'm, I have the ability to do that with patients, which I'm very grateful for. Um, so I can touch people everywhere, not just in my little here in Spring, Texas. So, yeah, absolutely. And you have four kids, like I mentioned, we both have four kids, so you're a busy mama as well. Yes. And yeah, and you know, I think what I love too about podcasting, like you said, like you can reach people wherever they are. You know, COVID gifted us a lot of things as far as like how we can talk to people now, how we can work with people and how we don't always have to be in the same city or in the same room, you know, to make an impact. And I love everything that you do. I haven't had the chance to get my listeners to listen in on my episode with my husband yet because we're still working on trying to find the time to record it. But he was a chiropractor as well. Um, And so we believe in, you know, the chiropractic, you know, the wellness and all you can get from your adjustments and things like that. And just like natural and holistic ways to heal our bodies, which so many, like you said, don't either know about, and some doctors don't even know that there are other ways to treat things or diagnose things. I mean, everyone's always trying to just like cover the 
cover the problem by taking more medication and more medication. But then you don't know how those medications are going to jive. And then there's just a lot of things that can unravel there. And I not think too, yeah. people really have an, this expectation that they're going to go to their doctor, their PCP or their mm-hmm. rheumatologist or their gynecologist, whoever they see on a more regular basis. And they have this expectation that this is my doctor. This is the person who is going to give me all the tools I need and, and help me with my condition and, and, you know, cure me. But that is a fallacy. I mean, that is just not how it works at all. Um, you know, the medical doctor is there to put out fires. That's their job. You know, Mm -hmm. they are needed. They are very needed, right? We need that profession. We need Western medicine hundred percent, but, um, there's a huge difference between, you know, having this diagnosis and managing your symptoms that are involved in the diagnosis and how is your body actually functioning, you know, and evaluating that part of it so that you can actually feel better. You know, you can actually function better. You can get back to moving your body if you want to and back to sleeping better and just having overall, you know, improvement in your entire life. Um, I think a lot of people come to see me because their quality of life is just starting to be affected. And they, again, they have this perception that their doctors have all the things that they're going to need. And that is just... Not Couldn't true. be further from the truth. True. And so, you know, one of the things I really want our listeners to know, because I was telling you at the beginning before we got started, how I'm really trying to get people to understand the benefits of just, you know, living a wellness life, rising up into their best selves. And I mean, I know you see it a lot because, you know, they're coming to you because they're not feeling well, but I hear it all the time from friends. Like I have no energy. I don't feel good. I can't do this. I couldn't start an exercise. I just don't sleep well. And it's like, you know, a lot of things stem from our mindset. We tell ourselves we don't have time to exercise. We don't, we tell ourselves we don't have time or we just, or it's going to be too hard or we don't want to raise our heart rates. Why do we want to do that? You know, all these things that <laughs> drives me crazy. Cause I'm like, no, 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 no. This is how you get energy. Like right. this is my source of energy every day to being a mom of four. Um, pulled them out of school. So they're home now. So I mean, I have to be up and at them. And I, I love it. I enjoy my exercise. It's where my mind gets clearer. And my, you know, I get excited about the day and I, I enjoy raising my heart rate. I'm like, no, 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 you have this like, bad, bad mindset surrounding exercise. But you hear it all the time. And it's a lot of, you know, uh, the people obviously, I talk to a lot of friends that are moms. So that either, you know, they are just either too busy or they, they they think they're too busy and they, they don't want to take time away from their kids and they don't want to like pour into themselves. And so this is really where I'm trying to get my listeners to, um, you know, digging in a little deeper and not overthinking them themselves out of exercise and getting there. But there's such this other part to it as well as far as just far as like not having the right hormone balance um, that, you know, you're an expert in and all of the things that, you know, go into it. Right. So that's why I'm excited to talk to you because I'm big on like the mindset thing, getting out of your own way, you know, moving your body, but I'm not an expert into all the functional things that women need. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, there are definitely like physiological reasons why some women cannot get out of bed, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's something called a cortisol awakening response. So when you wake up, the sun enters your your bedroom, that light hits your brain, you're, you start producing cortisol, which helps you to wake up, right? So that cortisol awakening response should happen, you know, 30 minutes at the 
tail end or the long end an hour. And so I always ask my patients, do you feel rested in the morning? And, you know, they're coming to see me. So obviously they're struggling with their health, but almost always the answer is no. You know, and I ask them, how long does it take you to get going in the morning? And I get a variety of answers to, you know, not until noon or not until 1030 or, you know, things like that. So part of it is what's happening inside of their body, how their adrenals are functioning, how their hormones are functioning. And that does impact like physical fatigue that just kind of, it's like bricks laying on you, you know, in in bed Mm -hmm. and you can't get out of bed. Um, And that, you know, I think that everything kind of has a domino effect. If you feel that way, you think that way. And then if you think that way, you kind of convince yourself of, you know, well, I definitely can't exercise, you know, definitely not going to be able to wake up in the morning and take all my supplements and actually make a smoothie or, you know, that's going to take away too much effort because I'm so tired. So, you know, I think part of what I do is, yes, it's functional testing to see what their body is doing, but also it's validation. It's they need to see it. Yes. Like, Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. Like it just takes this weight off of them. Like I'm not crazy. It's not in my head. There actually is something we can do about it. There is like an actual hormone that is causing some of the things that I'm experiencing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so that is one thing that I try to help my patients see is that you know, not everything, not everything is validated that they're experiencing, I'm sure. But, um, but some things are, you know, and I can show them that and say, this is the path we need to take so that you can wake up and feel good, you can start exercising again, you can start improving your overall quality of life. Obviously, you have to have the will and the desire to do all of those things. Um, But I will say, I think the women that are coming to see me are already there. They're like, just tell me what to do tell me what to do and I'll do it. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. feel this way anymore. Um, Obviously taking a supplement or taking an herb or taking something out of your diet for some people may be easier than waking up and moving your body. But yeah, that is definitely a real thing that you can have physiological deficiency that affects your ability to have the energy that you need to do exercise and even wake up and get your kids to school, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, Cause like I, you know, I have a very much mindset, you know, surrounding exercise, like just, just get up and go do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously I think after some time people will eventually, you know, see the benefits of it, but that initial thing, like how would you encourage people to, you know, get to either a wellness way if there's one near them or a chiropractor that might specialize in similar things that you do? Because, so they're not overwhelmed. You know, I feel like a lot of times people just want like this easy this easy fix, which for me would be like, well, you need to change your, you know, your mindset, your will, your desire, because, you know, but it's like, how can people, you want them to get there, you know, like, so is it like, do they do, do you guys do like blood work or how do you test to see, you know, where their levels are at or something that would give them the validation? You know, how do you do that? So first we sit down and have a conversation about, you know, what you've been experiencing in the past. What have you done in the past? What have you tried that you feel like didn't work or what did work, but you couldn't stick to it? We just have a really long conversation. I usually spend about an hour with you talking to you about what you got going on, what your concerns are. We don't have to talk for an hour, but I love that (laughs) time for you. Um, And then that helps me decide what kind of testing should we have done? So a lot of people come to see me with tests. They're generally incomplete. They're missing a lot of things. So I help fill in those gaps or 
this testing was done two years ago. We need to start over. You know, we need right. to see where your body is now. So blood testing is something I do with a lot of patients, um, checking their thyroid and, you know, metabolic function. What are their insulin, what's their insulin look like and triglycerides and, um, checking cortisol, checking for inflammation, checking what is their immune system doing? There's a lot of different things that we can evaluate in blood. Blood is kind of the quickest, easiest way to see what's happening inside of your body. Um, but there are other things that we could test and maybe should test like stool analysis, you know, evaluating mm-hmm. what's going on in your gut. How are you breaking down food? Do you have inflammation in your gut? Do you have overgrowth? Do you have deficiency? Do you have parasites? All kinds of things. And food allergy testing is something that probably 95% of my patients do. It's just an easy way to start working on inflammation. If you're one of those women who, I mean, I, I was there, I have four kids, like you mentioned. I mm-hmm. just had my fourth baby. I started having brain fog. I mean, this is, I'm a wellness way practitioner. <laughs> so yeah. I know better, right? But I was having brain fog. I didn't even really recognize it. I didn't really know that it was brain fog, I guess. Um, I was very fatigued, very fatigued. And you couldn't pay me to work out. You know, if you gave me money, right. I would be like, no. Yeah. Um, and I had, I got really bad adult acne. And that's probably the thing that drove me the most because I was like, screw this crap. This is not okay. <laughs> like, I'm not a teenager anymore. I don't need this. I'm a 30 yeah. something year old woman. I do not want acne on my face. And <laughs> so I finally, I did a Dutch test, uh, which is a, another test that we offer. Uh, that's a, a urine hormone test. It's checking hormones, your metabolites. And um, I had no cortisol. I mean, nothing. I was like on E. Um, and so it wasn't until then that I realized like, you know, I had four children, I was running a business, I was like trying to do all of the things. And I just like, I, that pregnancy probably also was, I didn't have a difficult pregnancy by any means, but probably was the most taxing on my body, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it wasn't until I did those tests that I realized, oh, okay, this is what I need to do. And not confusing feeling like an overwhelmed mom, not confusing that with, no, these are things that are not normal. You know, brain fog is not normal. It's right. not that you're overwhelmed mom, you have brain fog. So so the Dutch test is another test that we can do. Um, there's a lot of tests right. I, I can run with patients. But first it's, you know, what's going on with you? What do we even need to test? What is relevant? What's important to figure out why you have inflammation, why you're feeling the symptoms you're feeling, and then how do we address them? Okay. That's awesome that there's just so much that I think people don't realize that is out there for them that they could go do to get to a more, um, a stable, healthy, feeling good, you know, functioning body and system and things like that. Do you feel like mostly it's that you see mostly women that have had children that are struggling to get their balance back? Or do you just think it's just, you know, women and probably I'm sure you see men as well Mm -hmm. in general that, just struggle with it? Do you think it's just all over the board? You know, um, I see a, a variety. So I do see those women. I do see a lot of women post baby that are like ever. And I'm talking like, it could be five years, you know, like, yeah, how, five old years old is your, yeah. Yeah, how old is your youngest five? I'm like, Oh my gosh. You know, so five years they've been feeling this way or, you know, they have a, a two-year-old and a four-year-old and they're like, ever since I had started having babies, you know, I do hear that a lot. And I think it's a couple of reasons that women aren't guided very well in their health. Um, in general, definitely not guided in pregnancy. 
Um, I don't know about your, any of your birth stories or anything. I had two in a hospital, two at home. And, you know, my midwife, when I had babies at home, you know, that huge, huge difference in, in maternal care and making sure that I was not, that my baby wasn't just alive, but that like I was healthy. I was doing what I need to make sure that I was healthy. Um, but I think that's one of the reasons. And then also just that if you have any kind of hormonal deficiencies or excess or any kind of imbalance before you had a baby, then your postpartum phase is going to be more difficult. So, you know, at the wellness way, we always say like healthy mama, healthy baby, sick mama, sick baby. So if you have health issues going on and then you get pregnant, you know, most likely you're going to have some issues after. And so could your baby. And that just makes that postpartum time even more difficult. But I see a lot of women too, that are in their like forties, approaching menopause. They're not in menopause yet. They have a lot of symptoms that they're confused by. Um, I see a lot of women in that stage of life. I, and then I do have, you know, I have teenagers that come to see me and they have four periods every year and have no idea why, or, mm-hmm. you know, their moms come to see me and they're like, they want to put her on birth control. I don't want her to take birth control. Uh, we've had many conversations about it. She doesn't either. You know, what do we do? So I do see a kind of across the spectrum, but those are three big categories. Yeah. You know, I love hearing that actually too, just because like before we were talking you're like, oh, you've got three girls. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm grateful that there, we have options and I have had my mind opened a little bit more to a um, natural and holistic ways that there will be ways to help, you know, heal things that, you know, obviously you go through as a teenager and you see it all the time with kids having anxiety or not feeling well and just all of these things. And, you know, a lot of, a lot from, you know, we're very a natural and holistic family around here, but I, you you know, you see it all the time. Like I would never want to run right to a medication that I didn't know would help. I would really try to like get them back to balanced and see where we could work some things out. And I think that's one thing too, that I feel like, like you were saying, like with your birth story, like two in the hospital, two at home, like I've been seeing more friends that now are um, wanting to deliver at home. Um, there's definitely been an awakening of sorts to um, the medical community and um, <clears throat> medicine in general my dad was internal medicine. And so I have, and then my husband was a chiropractor and yeah. both mother-in-laws are chiropractors. And so, you know, we've been through all the conversations and all the things, but in the last few years, just from discussions, even with my dad, with my um, husband, just with my friends in general, there is, has been more of a distrust, I think, in, in the medical community. And I think, um, and, and it's, it's all good. It's all good. You know, it's just good, healthy discussions. You know, everybody wants to feel good. Everybody wants to be healthy. And it's always a to each their own thing. You know, you, you know, do what, you know, you feel is best. But I feel like not a lot of people, and I was also reading a little bit, but like, like to your point, not a lot of people are given the right information or all of the information that they need in order to make a decision. And women are not well cared for. And I know I've had all my kids in the hospital. I had great experiences because it was a doctor who also delivered my brother and he was a great family friend. And I ended up having all, all C-sections and not because, you know, I was forced to, but my son was enormous, super late. Then I had twins. And so I think I probably scared him a little bit. Like we want to get these, you know, babies out well. And then, you know, I had a fourth. So, you know, three C-sections, but well cared for. But I will say like, it, it does... You know, mothers do feel a little um, bit 
you know, it's, it's hard in the hospital. I mean, I feel like there were just always people in and out and I was never sleeping great. And then, you know, you've got pediatricians coming in and it's like, there's a lot going on. So, you know, yeah. not everyone is always given all the information. I'm kind of pivoting here, but not everyone's always given all the information that they need. And I think it's always good to have an open mind that maybe it's just an imbalance and then maybe, maybe some adjustments and maybe some, you know, just to get you back on your feet. One of my things is always movement is medicine. Like that is what I need. I know what I need. My husband knows what I need. If he comes home and I'm in a bad mood, he's like, please just go for a run. And I come back, I'm instantly better. You know, that's what I need. And it's, you know, we want our listeners, we want our friends. And I know you want the same for your patients and your family and friends. You want them to live a full life, whatever that means to them. It doesn't mean they have to go, you know, running all the time or do that, but you want them to feel good. You know, people shouldn't have to get up and be exhausted all day long and not feel well and not be able to do the things that they want to do. That's where I'm trying to get my listeners to is to a place where they feel like, oh, wow, okay, I've been content for so long, but now I want to feel that like fire for my life. I want to feel good about what I'm doing. Um, And so, yeah. So anyways, that's where... That's where I feel my purpose and passion comes from with doing this is um, we want people to know that they have access to a lot out there and there's opportunity to feel better. And so um, I love everything that you're doing. So let me ask you, since I just brought up like purpose and passion and since Mm -hmm. I just pivoted into that medical (laughs) discussion, sorry, everyone. But um, so how did you like, how did you discover um, that this was like your purpose or your passion in life? Uh, you know, to care for everybody in this way. Mm -hmm. Um, I always wanted to do something more natural. That's for sure. You know, my mom was not super natural, but she was not one to just throw medication at me. That being said, part of my wellness way story, and maybe that's, I can talk about that because that has passion, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, she was never one to like take me to the doctor all the time and medications Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I just knew I wanted to do something more natural. Actually, I went to A&M because Texas A&M because I wanted to be a vet. And then I, uh, I started working for vets. I was like passing out during surgeries. And and it's like, maybe Maybe this is not for me. Um, And anyway, uh, I stumbled upon chiropractic, fell in love with chiropractic. Um, became a chiropractor, realized very quickly, which maybe your husband has experienced too, that, you know, people don't see chiropractors the way we see ourselves <laughs> in like school. They see us yes. as, oh, my neck hurts, my back hurts, I should go see my chiropractor. That is not what I wanted to do. I really wanted to help people live a more healthy lifestyle and incorporate chiropractic in that. I found the wellness way, which was like every encompassed everything that I wanted my, my patients to have. And so um, it's funny when I started the wellness way, I started like putting things together. Um, I was a kid who had chronic infections. Like I had strep all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had as an adult. And I remember like, I call it like my, I would tell my husband, like, I just need to go to the doctor and I just need that shot in my butt. <laughs> like I'll feel better. Um, or just give me the antibiotics. Like I just need antibiotics and I'll feel better. I don't know about, I don't know what it was about strep, but it would make me feel like I was dying. And, uh, I experienced that a lot. And then I moved to Houston and it, they turned into sinus infections and I would get these sinus infections every three, four months, horrible sinus infections. One time it turned into pneumonia. And it's like, this is, you know, I'm in the wellness way. And I'm like, 
this is not normal. Like this is normal. Right. Right. Uh, we say that a lot. I try to encourage patients to learn that common does not mean normal. Like having a cold or a flu or a sinus infection every year is not normal. Like not normal to do that. So finally did some testing on myself and my gut was just a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. And I did not have a lot of digestive symptoms per se. Like, you know, I wasn't having like horrible constipation or horrible loose stools or, you know, acid reflux. I wasn't having anything like that. Um, but my gut was a mess because my history of just all the antibiotic use, you know, from a child and, and being an mm-hmm. adult. And so learning that really made me realize like how foundational these, these tests are into opening our eyes into what's going on with our body and, and connecting the dots between chronic infection and, and your gut and your microbiome and all those things. I feel like I'm a nerd at heart. I love learning about all those things. And so that's kind of where my passion lies too, is just like consuming all of that information and knowing all that information. So that is kind of what drives me is just helping my patients to connect those dots and to understand that their symptoms aren't all separated. Like their thyroid condition has a lot to do with their hormones and vice versa. And that their gut has a lot to do with their hormone issue or Mm -hmm. function metabolically has a lot to do with their hormone issue. Like putting those things together um, Mm -hmm. and helping them recognize that, you know, there's something that you can do about it. You don't have yeah. to just take a medication. Like you don't have to just run to the doctor every time. You can you can change your physiology so that you aren't miserable anymore and that you can live your best life. Yeah. Um, so many don't understand that they think, oh my gosh, so this antibiotic is just gonna make me better. But that's actually not I mean, it'll, you know, help you with your infection, but it's not necessarily going to help your gut. And if you're always on antibiotics, you're likely always going to be sick because you have no gut bacteria, like good gut bacteria that's like helping you fight off infection and, you know, and function right. And, you know, like, you know, I learned that a lot through my husband, you know, when I, when we first got, you know, married, I'm not that my parents, like my dad was internal medicine, but we weren't like always just given tons of medication. But in fact, my dad would probably always try to, you know, do it without if yeah. you could. He knows the other side of it. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, you know, he knows that, you know, being on them constantly is not going to always lead to a healthier um, lifestyle. But yeah, it's, um, it's interesting how much people don't realize that, which is why I'm so excited to have this conversation with you, because I hope people will realize that there are other ways to figure out what is going on with their health. And you're right when you said that not everyone sees chiropractors the way chiropractors see themselves, because I I mean, I I know it well, you know, with having family that's that all does it. Um, And then my husband pivoted out of um, Cairo into real estate. But yeah, they don't they don't they just see it like I have a headache. I get adjusted and I'm done. I'm good. You know, and then on their way. Um, And it's more of a um, an ongoing (laughs) process. That was a huge, um, I don't know what to what word to use. But when I graduated school, I mean, you're in this little bubble in chiropractic school, you're like, Mm -hmm. chiropractors are gonna heal the world. And we're amazing. And you know, all this stuff. And then you graduate and every patient that comes to see you is like, my back is hurting. And I'm like, great. What, how is your nervous system functioning? What about your bowels? What about this? What about that? You know, you can't just isolate that one thing. And, uh, I, I actually was, I was doing an internship at the VA in, in Dallas 
And that's kind of when I would go home devastated, like just like, oh my gosh, is this what I signed up for? Is this what I just wasted three years of my life learning? You know, this is how people are going to view me. There's a lot of chiropractors out there that are changing that narrative and and really opening people's eyes. I think the wellness way is, is going to be a big part of that too. And helping people to recognize that mm-hmm. your chiropractor. It, yeah, sure. The adjustment might help your neck or your back. Um, but that really the foundation of what we do is a lot different. It, mm-hmm. it is not just that. So. It is not just that. Yeah, I know. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's very interesting to me. I'm very grateful that I had my, you know, eyes opened when I did and, you know, grateful to, um, you know, like I said, have options as our kids get older and they need things. We have other things other than if they have acne. We don't have to just go and run and get a bunch of cream that will hopefully, right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, yeah. we'll try to get to the root of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> just even like things. the intuition yeah. of questioning, you know, mm-hmm. questioning what your doctor is recommending and asking more questions um, anytime, anytime I take my kids have to take my, we hardly ever go to the doctor, but mm-hmm, had, my son had something in his eye and it was persisting. I thought it was a sty and it like just wouldn't go away. So I was like, I'm going to take him to the eye doctor, you know, and I was pretty tough on her because I was asking a lot of questions and she wasn't doing a very thorough job. <laughs> so, um, I think just having, even just having that mindset of asking more questions to your doctor. And if you don't get an answer at all, or if you are dismissed because of the question that you're asking, or, you know, being told that's not important, then I would say, well, I think it is important. And I'm going to find somebody who is going to answer this question for me because mm-hmm. this is my body. This is, I'm taking this, you're telling me to take this thing and it's going to impact the way my body functions. This has side effects. Every medication has a negative side effect. Um, you know, we, t- we talk in the wellness way about how we have to rebuild your body. You cannot rebuild your body with medication. You just can't do it. Medication forces physiology. You know, what we're doing is supporting physiology. And so even having that, you know, questioning mindset when you go to the doctor, you know, if they're trying, if they say, well, your thyroid's not working properly, you need to put on, be put on medication, you should question, well, why isn't my thyroid functioning? Well, it's just not. Or your mom is, isn't your mom, doesn't she have thyroid disease? Well, yeah, well, it's because your mom has it. No, don't, you know, don't accept those answers, really start to dig and, and see you know, there's got to be somebody out there that can help me find the answers to these questions because it didn't just happen for no reason. So, right. I love that. That's a great tip for people is just to dig a little deeper, ask some questions and, and like not to be afraid to, I think in my earlier days, I would have been more afraid to have these kinds of conversations. Um, It takes obviously growing up to be able to speak up for yourself a little bit. I have to coach patients more than you would think I would on talking to their doctors because I can't prescribe you medication. Some people are on medication they can't come off of. You know, they're on an mm-hmm. antidepressant that they've been on for 10 years and, and yeah. they tried to wean off and they can't. Or they're, they've been taking thyroid medication for 20 years or whatever it is. You know, I cannot prescribe that medication for them. Um, so I always tell them, like, my job is to help your body function better, to lessen your need for this. If we can try to get you off, great. But you have to work with your doctor to do that. Oh, mm-hmm. I, he will not like, he won't like that if I tell him that. And I'm like, this is your body. This is, this is the something that you are putting in your body that you have admitted to me that you don't like taking. So stand up, have some confidence 
Mm -hmm. and have an honest conversation with your doctor. And if he doesn't, or he or she doesn't want to have a conversation with you, then might be time to find another one. I know. Yeah. You've got to be able to have those conversations. It's crazy. I I get it though. I get it. They're essentially in a position of power over you, Um, Mm -hmm. but you ultimately have to have some courage to stand up and fight for yourself. I mean, you have to. Yeah. Like I said, you know, things are definitely (laughs) changing a little bit for, you know, some mindsets, but you know, a lot of it, you know, same with you, like you've got to coach people. It's like, you've got to, it's the same thing I try to tell our listeners. Like you've got to, you've got to be your own, you're, you know, you got to show up for yourself. You've got to be your own biggest advocate, like day in and day out. If you want something different, you've got to move a little different and you've got to start speaking to yourself kinder. You've got to give yourself some grace. You've got to get, and you've got to, you know, gift yourself like a chance, you know, it's like, sometimes you just got to like, I don't know, just got to rise up. Like, I'm just always trying to get people to just like, let's get moving, you know, because people will always ask, well, how are you doing everything you're doing? I'm like, I love everything I'm doing. I love having the kids home. I love podcasting. I like writing. I like being on social media, which I know not everyone likes, but when you're following the right people, you're like, I like, I don't know. I like just like enjoy like watching everybody's like, you know, stuff and what they're writing about and Mm -hmm. all the positivity and things like that. I can see how you could maybe get drained if, if that's where you were at in that journey, but I, I enjoy what I do. And I, um, I think it's, you know, it's because I flipped the mindset switch instead of like saying like, I have to go do this. Like I get to do this and I'm, this is a blessing, you know, um, I'm grateful for it. And, um, so since I just talked about all the things that I like to do that bring me joy, what are some of the things that you like to do either in work that is like, brings you the most joy or is it like outside of work? Like what do you, what is it that you love to do? Um, things I love to do. I love, uh, I love to cook. I really do. I, well, that's amazing. I wish that I had more time to, to do it, but mm-hmm. it's funny. I get home sort of late and, um, I don't know if it's because my mom like always had the di- dinner on the table at six, but we do not eat at six <laughs> <laughs> because I want to come home and make dinner. Like I want to, I want to make dinner for my family. Like I really enjoy doing that. It does bring me a lot of joy. Even when my nine-year-old was like, mom, I, this would have been better if you would have been blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the critique. When you cook, I'll be sure and critique your work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and my husband has a smoker. And so we do a lot of cooking together, which we really enjoy um, doing. I have four kids. I love getting to watch them. I mean, I, it almost seems like a, a part-time job, taking them to baseball and dance and soccer and all these things. But it's so much fun. We, uh, my son is doing like a little select baseball team this, this year. It's his first year. And, um, he had his first tournament this weekend and it was so fun to watch, you know, this little nine-year-old kid, um, in this competitive sport with this like drive and passion and, you know, excitement and, Uh um, so much fun getting to watch them do that. That is, I mean, a lot of things about parenting are difficult, but, I would say that is definitely a big joy of mine. And I love to read. I'm a big nerd. I like to read yeah. books for fun, but also just um, all kinds of stuff. I like to read all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I like reading too. Um, some of the, One of the reasons I got into this whole new life is because I read this book, Open Your Mind to Prosperity. My husband's like, you got to read this book. And I was like, oh, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if I can like sit down and read. And then I was like, no, 20, minutes, 20 pages a day. You can do this. And it just changed my life. Um, but yeah, I feel you on that with the kids in sports. Like at my, I have my, I have my kids do swimming in the winter. I was a swimmer. So actually it was part of my journey, but yeah, I, I was a swimmer, um, 13 years old and on. And I ended up swimming at two 
Division one schools, which was so awesome. But so I have them do it in the winter because it's great conditioning. And since they're home, yeah, I'm like, we need to get out of the pantry and, you know, <laughs> to the pool. Uh, <laughs> so they go to practice a few nights a week and the, the twins have uh, their final swim meet this weekend. And they're like, do we have to do it? And I'm like, listen, it brings mom a lot of joy just to watch yeah. you guys get up there. And I'm just like, you're already better than like so, so many people in this world don't even know how to swim. And you guys can do like multiple laps. Like that's so amazing. You know, yeah. I enjoy watching it so much skill that like I want them all to have, you know, because you got to know how to swim. But yeah. yeah, so it's um, so it does. That does bring me a lot of joy as well. Yeah, I mean. There are many parts of parenting that are difficult, especially with that many personalities coming at both of us each day. Oh, man. Um, man. You know? For yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, like, and I'm guessing you probably eat very well and probably exercise when you have time. But um, I was going to ask you, how would you, how do you stay motivated on the days that you feel like, you don't, you know, you don't feel like doing it, you know, is it the discipline? Is it knowing what you need? Is it your mindset? Um, what do you think? Um, I, I would not call myself a disciplined person. Um, I, I definitely think that I have a positive mindset. Like I I try to have a positive attitude about everything. Um, and I also just sort of remember where I was, you know, like I remember waking up and like not being able to breathe and having to like clear out my head and it took like a hot shower. And, you know, I just, I remember feeling that way. I remember the fatigue and the brain fog. Like I remember that. And so I sort of mm-hmm. use that as a reminder as mm-hmm. this is what you need to do. I use a lot of liquid herbs in my mm-hmm. practice. They taste God awful. They're like, <laughs> it's awful. It's terrible. But you know how good they are for you. Yes, I know. Yes. And so when patients complain, because a lot of them do. <laughs> These things are terrible. I don't know how to drink them. Like you need to recognize how good you feel when you're taking them. And mm-hmm. do I always have to take these. I will always take them. I will always take them because I know how beneficial they are for me. Um, I, I will never eat perfect. I will never always exercise. I will never always get an amazing night's sleep and never have any stress. So I know I need something mm-hmm. to help support my body. So um, I would say definitely having that positive mindset or positive attitude. I, I, I am probably like a lot of your listeners where I have to work on my mindset a lot, but, um, well, I do too. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. have to coach myself. I was going to say, whenever you yeah. were saying you had to coach your people, I have to coach myself day in and day out. I ha- you know, whenever I start to get a little, uh, negative about whatever it is I have to do around the house, I just try to flip it. And, you know, mm-hmm. just because, yeah it does make a difference to stay a little bit more in, in tune. Like, in you know, just staying like in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always try to tell people too, like the pain of me not exercising, like, you know, for me, I know I need it for my, um, you know, to, to be more positive, to have more energy to, um, I know that I need that. And I'm also so disciplined because I was a swimmer. So I'm so disciplined to a fault that I know if I don't get up and do it, the pain of not like telling myself, well, why didn't you do it all day is worse right. than just getting up and doing it. So right, right, if right, you right. start thinking about the other side of it, yeah. it doesn't make yeah. the actual act as hard. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, I patients are like, but I'm so tired. I'm just so tired. I'm so exhausted at night. So when I come home, I you know, don't do X, Y, and Z, whatever they're supposed to do, um, mm-hmm. including taking their herbs. And I'm like, if you don't take the herbs, you will never have the energy. You know, it's just like exercise. If you never do the exercise, you're never going to have the energy. Like mm-hmm. you, ha- you do have to sort of, um, 
remind yourself. And there are days, like I'm, I'm doing a 30 day detox right now and it is not easy. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I, I, since I joined the wellness way every January, I do this detox and this year has been a struggle. I don't know why, but it has definitely been a struggle. Um, and so, you know, I just, in the morning, like this morning, I was like, okay, I'm on day, whatever. And, you know, let's, let's get this done today. And I'm that one day closer to being finished with it. So um, I I think you do have to have a conversation with yourself about (laughs) why you're doing it and how good you feel when you do it. Right. So, you know, you got to have a good why you've got to have, um, the will to do it. You have to coach yourself. You know, these aren't easy things. I think some people just think that healthy people are just the most motivated, you know, always happy. Everything's always going right now. We just have to coach ourselves constantly. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to have a lot of conversations sure. with yourself. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, it is. Well, it was like, I feel like that was a great conversation. I feel like we gave our listeners a lot to think about and hopefully yeah, sure. to question and to really consider that there's a healthier way to living, a wellness way. Yes. Um, I loved getting to talk to you and getting to know you better. Um, grateful for the connection. Um, think it was a, yeah, it was very, yeah, it was very good. Yeah. It was a great conversation. I know you have patients coming in, so I'm not going to keep you any longer, but will you let the, um, listeners know where they can find you if they're in your area? And I will also add that stuff into the description of the podcast as well. Yeah, I do uh, a lot of social media on Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Beth Cook. Um, My practice is the Wellness Way Spring. And so we're in Spring, spring, Texas. Um, And if you go to the Wellness Way website, you can just type in Spring or Houston. And um, if you type in Spring, you'll find me. But um, you know, I do see patients virtually and I see patients in the office, but those are the two easiest places to find me. I, I have a Facebook profile. I never, I never get on that. So right. I know, I know. If you want to find me, I'm on Instagram. Okay. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Beth. It was so, so nice having you. Um, I appreciate you so much. And, um, thanks again. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for supporting my show. I want to connect with you. I want to get to know you. Linked in the description is a link to my Facebook group or go to Facebook and search Wing It Rise Up. I want to build a community of people that want to rise up into their best selves and go after the life that they want. I would love to meet you and help you out on your journey. See you there. Thank you for tuning in to the Wing It and Rise Up podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. This is 